Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Here it goes. Born in Trouble. In and out the frame, out your flame. Or make hey, 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 what's good? Welcome to I'm gonna take a stab at this, the 36th episode of Born in Trouble. That's right, we've survived. Yeah, 37 episodes. Into a second season. You know what? We should have got you for Christmas an abacus. An abacus? Because I think that we're actually in the 40s. So either way, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that way you can just count on them. This is one of the. This is one for the books here. That's what it actually is. It's one for the books. And tonight I'm joined once more by my illustrious guest from Philadelphia, Mr. Robert Brooks. Aloha, one and all. How you doing? Aloha. I'm going to roast John tonight. Well, I was, you know what, I don't know why you're going to roast me tonight because I was just about to commend you because I sent out that text message and it was directly, it was directly pointed towards you, Rob. And I wanted to apologize to the crowd before Grit. You can stop laughing, Grit. I wanted to apologize to the crowd and to you personally before we even get started. Because you know there was nothing personal that was meant by that by that message. I was just making an example of how we would frame the show using something that people would believe. That's it. And you were the bigger man, Robert. You were the bigger man, and you actually answered that that text message in a very professional and polite way. And I was like, "Wow, look at the growth on this brother." This brother is just Jesus. No wonder why I could use that. I could use that analogy of you with. Wonder where the left turn is coming. No, no. I, I, I was just wondering. I, it's, it's no wonder I could use that analogy with you, and you know what I had said because, like, you just keep growing and growing, and what woman can turn that down? Exactly. Even if you know, her sister had already said yes. There you go. Kudos, Mr. Brooks. And from Detroit, Michigan. There you go. Home of City Wings. Two way nine six West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Detroit, Michigan. Come get you some wings, Mr. Grant Lancaster. What up, though? What up, though? What up, though? I'm feeling good. good man. I'm feeling good. A little bit worried. Road tomorrow. 
You're back on the road. You guys got a road game. Who are you playing tomorrow night? Yeah, I got a little road trip. Yeah, we got a little. Uh, no, we, we fly out tomorrow. Saturday, we're up at Northeastern in Boston. Okay. And not that it matters a great deal these days, but Boston is a legal state. Oh, okay. So go and do some shopping just because I can. There you go. Um, you know, um, haven't seen any Gorilla Glue in a little while, and just so happens that the place in Boston has a little Gorilla Glue. Oh, there you go. So, Pop some of that. There you go. There you go. And then, uh, actually, Sunday... I mean, Monday, we're at Hofstra. Oh, okay. There you go. So I'll be checking you out. I'll be seeing you early next week then. Hopefully. That is, yeah, if you're not, yeah, if you're yeah, not still We're busting up Sunday. Uh, I mean, Saturday after the game, we're busting up. So I'll be, in, I'll be in Long Island all day Sunday, and then we play at four on Monday. That's what's up. All right. We'll check you out. And also, our uh, boy, Speedy. Yes, Speedy is my dude. Love that guy, Mr. Claxon. My man. That's my man. Yeah. Former client. I'll probably cut that out of the show. Because don't nobody need to know my client list. But it'll be good to see you guys going at it head to head. one name. It ain't a list. Yeah, that's how we'll see. <laughs> the man is on me already. The man is on me already. It says one name. It's not a list. Attacking me professionally. We haven't even began yet. All right. I'm almost I'm I'm almost sorry now that I sent that message out, but I think that maybe I'm, I might have to just turn this around and just get this in a different direction. But um, anyway, today what we're gonna talk about is pretty much everything. It's been um it's been an, a normal week, I guess, except for the information about COVID. I guess we could talk about COVID because every time we get on this broadcast here. We start talking amongst ourselves, and that's always one of the first topics of conversation amongst ourselves is COVID and what's going on in our area and our region. And there's been a lot of things with the Omarion virus. I just call it Omarion because it just sounds better. So it just really does. It makes you want to sing. It gives you more of a positive type of vibe for a virus. And everything. It's better than Omicron. Omicron gets admit, me thinking about Galactus, the planet eater. While, while I know the name Omarion, I couldn't tell you one song that brother sings. I know people like him. Mm-hmm. People enjoy his music. I just couldn't tell you one song that brother sings. Well, I'm going to go with Omarion because I'm I do. That's how it is. Well, I think we were a little bit. He was Actually, not. Go ahead. Wasn't he a B2K or a. Or yeah. a I think he was B2K, one of those groups. One of them. Uh, he wasn't far. He wasn't yeah. far past our prime. He was like right past our prime. Now he's past his prime, I guess. But then I, that's that's a diss. I shouldn't say that. You know, sometimes maybe he's a great musician exactly. and he'll come out and he'll make a great album like Earth, Wind, and Fire one day, and we'll all go down singing the praises of Omarion the singer and not the virus. Maybe not. If he, have, if he hasn't launched that album yet, I'm not sure if he's got it in him. Well, you know, you know what I'm saying? Cross our fingers. Him and Ashanti can team up. <laughs> I don't I know. Just gonna, come back too. Maybe they can uh, that's, really? collab up on that's, Well, you know, Ashanti's comeback is going to be strictly on the strength of her thickness. Mm. Like, brothers oh, will buy, brother, as long as she makes she a video, wins. brothers will buy that. I'm in the mess. She wins. She it could be hot garbage as long as the video is fire. 
She all right. She she definitely gets a nummy nummy for the host. Nummy nummy. Yeah, I, I, I have to pass. Clearly, she would not want to go to dinner with me. So why is that? Why do you think she would want to go to dinner with you? What you just keep growing as a person, and in other ways. Uh, you know that, but you know all that growth is is buried underneath uh, uh, eight pounds of veganism, which clearly she is not on board with. You know, pea protein might be uh, might be what's kicking in for. <laughs> yeah, it might be. I, I was just at a restaurant <laughs> before, I, before I got back here. And uh, I actually got mocked for wearing a mask. Really? Someone who mocked you? It's actually on my way out. Actually mocked me for wearing a mask. Please describe this person. Uh, a bunch of older Caucasian dudes. A bunch of older Caucasian dudes. Oh, really? Yeah. They, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you know, it's all right. Awful nice of them. Interesting. To give. I was, I was cool with it. Like I actually, I actually thought it was kind of funny. To give their opinions, maybe they wanted to tussle with you, buddy. Over you wearing a mask. Well, you know. Well, you know, <laughs> you're going to pick on somebody. Picking on somebody in a mask is probably a good start. Mm-hmm. Would have been bad for them. <laughs> if, you're, if you're, you know, running the percentages, it's probably a good way to start attacking that. Yeah. Well, Rob, you are a surprise now. They wouldn't believe what you could possibly do to them. At this point. But you know what? That's the beauty of life. There's nothing more beautiful in the world than watching someone pick on someone, a large person or a large group of people, pick on someone who they think they have the advantage of and only to see them all left bleeding in the street. Simple pleasures. Simple pleasures. Hey, the Internet's full of it. Yes, did not happen. And I would have been more than happy to make my contribution to it. Yeah. Unfortunately, I did not have to. Like the guy guy we talked about last week that made the comment after, like a couple of days afterwards, um, after the conversation was over, and told me that I sounded like a liberal beep, 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 that beep, 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 and beep, beep, beep. So I told him, like, you know, one or two things, and then the last thing I told him was, and if you want to find out about the last one, I'm going to leave my window open. So come on climbing through. (laughs) You know, because they got that law. I am aware of that law. You know, if they're halfway in the window, this is like something good for the listeners. If they're in the window, if they're halfway in when you come in, make sure you pull their bodies all the way in. Don't kick them out afterwards. You pull them in because otherwise you could face okay, charges. It's, not, it's right. not Texas or Florida with a stand your ground where as long as they're on your property. No, you, they have you to be. You got to get the whole, You got to get them all the way in the you, window. You got to get them all the way in the window. And I actually found that out. Like, you know, I found that out as someone actually it was an experience that was related to me. And someone said, like, you know, they had a problem because they didn't drag the body in and everything. So. Just so you know, these are so, tips like, that we need already, today. We've already educated the audience. We could, we could, we could blow this pot, this podcast up right now. We've already educated the audience. It's true. Done We're done. We we've given all the information we that we need out right now. Listen, these are these are tough and difficult yeah, times. Uh, no guns in New York. There's no. What do you mean? There's no guns there's in New no York? Guns in New York, or is that strictly New York City? I thought you couldn't. I thought you couldn't carry in New York. 
I don't know. It's not open carry. Yeah, carry permits are hard it's to not come open. by in New York. Listen, I don't believe in your house. You can you can you can possess them in your house. Yeah, I don't believe in open carry myself personally. I'm not a proponent of open open carry whatsoever. Like you know, y'all y'all brothers have known me for years. I've always been the one that said if you go to the party and everybody's got a gun at the party, that means there ain't gonna be no women there. It's not. Those two things don't usually go together, and that's pretty much in life. If you go places, if someone's got, you know, a gun, unless it's Texas, Texas, is, it's a different culture. They had that for 20, 30, 40 years, pretty much the, for the entire history of Texas. It's been an open carry state. So it's like that the atmosphere is different there. In New York, you don't want open carry in New York. In New York, it's that's something different. People, you know, people. Uh, I, I thought you couldn't. Uh... I thought there's no no carry at all in New York, like no concealed carry, no nothing. You have to get a permit, just like anything else. In New York and New Jersey, are hard to get concealed carry permits, and very hard to get. You have to. Have, not, you pretty much really into that. And yeah. as much as it seemed like it was open carry back in the day at the Latin Quarter, it really wasn't. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like yo, like New York, we have our own form of open carry. We have our own understanding with firearms and everything. These people. They think like you come. I mean, this is New York and like New York, New York City and the suburbs of New York. All of the people that have the Bronx and Brooklyn and all those bad stories. This is we're the descendants of those people, you know, so I don't understand how they ever how they get the idea that because they go out to a range like they're just going to walk through. You know, you, you don't just walk through people's neighborhoods. People protect their homes just like you protect, like they protect their homes. I've never been a proponent of open carry because I just don't feel like I just. There's no reason for um, everyone to police. If you can't police each other, if you can't be polite and you can't work things out without the threat of a gun, then you probably have a small penis or you just have a you just have issues with yourself. It's just like it's something different. But as far as my home is concerned, I mean, come on, you know that's where you live. So it's something different. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So I, I yeah, just, I just, I just uh, remember like Michigan is a uh, Michigan. You can get it. You can get a CPL in Michigan. I have one, and I, I got one um, like when City Wings started jumping off because you know carrying cash, blah blah blah, whatever. So I've been I've been carrying for a long time, but I know there are certain places in the union that I can't go like when I when I ride up when I ride up I can't I can't bring I can't bring anything with me mm-hmm. so I and was I, just curious and really that's the way it should be you shouldn't need to have guns but it's just like we're I, we're in a small penis society as far as I'm concerned it's like where everybody has to Jersey is real strict with that with like the gu- but the Sixers every every other year or so one of the Sixers gets in trouble because a lot of them, they, they practice here in Jersey when mm-hmm. they play in Philly. Right. And so, you know, a lot of them live downtown. So they come across the bridge with, you know, the gun in their glove compartment and they wind up jammed up. They okay. pulled over speeding, right. of course, because they do a 90 on a, on a 45 mile an hour bridge. Right. And then, right. In the you know, And it's, it doesn't transfer. It does not. There was a woman, she was a, an EMT. And had a mm-hmm. full carry permit in Pennsylvania was all legal. Had it in her glove compartment. She gets pulled over on the AC Expressway and said to the cop, "Like, by the way, just want to let you know, 
I have a pistol in my glove compartment, blah, blah, blah. They locked her ass up. Mm. Wow. And she was just doing like, had she done nothing? Like she was just going to get a ticket and move on. Like they had never seen it. But she thought she was being a good citizen. Just letting, hey, look, just letting you know. I got a permit. I got a carry permit. It's in my. They locked her up. Like that doesn't transfer to Jersey. Yeah, state right. to state. Yeah, yeah. When, they, when you when you when you go, you can go on the map. You can go on a map if you Google uh, like states where you can carry or whatever. There's a map that'll show you if you travel in which states you can carry in and which ones you can't. Well, that's one of the, the things. The they... Jersey laws are ridiculous, even for. For anywhere. Well, that's one of the things that they wanted the Supreme Court to take up. They wanted to take up that exact law that allows, if you in Pennsylvania have a a license, they feel like you should be able to carry in in New York or in New Jersey just as easily as you could in your own home state. But you have to pay attention to the customs of the people that live in that area. I mean, in New York, you don't really need an open carry. You know, most places you walk in, there's probably three or four guns in the room. They just don't, you just don't know it. You know, you go in the hood, you go to right. a bodega. There's like, people have guns. It's not, not like it's like they don't have guns. It's just that you just don't know it. So that's our culture. Yeah. So. Yeah, same thing. I, I, I think most, most cities most uh like major cities are probably the same um you know michigan i think michigan is an open carry state if you choose um my i got the cpl because i don't i i don't want anybody to know nothing i I just you know if i got to get you off of me then i got to get you off that's about it you know i'm a pretty big dude too so i i generally don't have those kind of issues but but you never know. But the world's crazy right now. The world is desperate, folks out there. Yeah. Oh, listen, listen. I'm not. I I, I stay ready. Well, you never know who's going to test you either. Two carjackings yesterday in Manhattan at five thirty in the afternoon. Hmm. Like mm-hmm. one of them, like on Fifty Seventh Street. How the fuck are you going to get away? Wow. You're on Fifty Seventh at five thirty. Right. Yeah. Like it did. Guess what? They didn't. Like, so they, they took this dude's Audi. They crashed into a car trying to get away because the cops saw the thing going down and ran over there. So they crashed into, into somebody's car trying to get away. And they wound up wrecked like five blocks away, ran, in, ran down in the subway station in Columbus Circle. Like, really? You got six blocks. Is that worth it? Yeah. It's, you know, you know, do you not? For, all that, for the way that's going to end, is that really worth it? That sounds to me like a tourist who did that. Because, like, if you're not a tourist, how do you not know that traffic is, like, back-to-back at, like, you know, you're not going anywhere. Where are you stealing? What are you going to do? You're going to drive on the edge of the fucking East River and shit? You know, two wheels, Dukes of Hazard style? Is that even possible? I'm saying, what the fuck? People are desperate. Yeah, that's the thing. People are desperate. Yeah, people are getting desperate, bro. Inflation is going through the roof. Inflation's going through the roof. They're, the jobs are not paying what they're supposed to pay. Everyone's restless. And this is kind of like what happens every time you have, and this is not to be a political thing, it's just like, but you have, you know, Republicans coming in, they fuck it up and they spend everything and Democrats got to like clean it up. But you, I don't think you can't clean up Trump because they that deficit that he put in, that inflation is just like, it's just going through the roof. All that money just just went out into the world, and it's just 
and you can't mitigate it, and you're not going to be able to do it politically with one party voting one way, the other party voting the other way, no matter what happens. You flip it around, it's going to be the same shit. It's going to be different, though. They'll just print more money and everything. They'll just print more money and just ignore the inflation next time and try to figure out a way to say that it's good. Oh, this is good. But it's the same shithole. It's just you just sliding down the same shithole. It's not going to be good. Yeah, but you know what? It's like it's like you said earlier, though. It's, it's perspective. You know what I mean? Depending on depending on what side of the coin you want, you know, it may not be as bad as you as you know somebody else thinks it is. You know what I mean? It, it could be good for you. You know, somebody somebody's buying the dip. Orlando's happy. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Orlando's happy. Buying the dip, bro. Believe. Orlando's happy. I mean, you really need, but you really need to be like a, you really need to be a mathematical economic savant in order to survive and change. There's a lot of stuff changing in this world right now. You know, this shit is not going back. People like anyone that's sitting around waiting for this world to go back to the way it was pre-pandemic. I just think they're going to end up being very disappointed because none of this shit is going back to normal. Too much shit has happened. Too many, too much money, too many activities, on you know, in the private sector, in the public sector, um, COVID is still. It continues to ravage things, even though people are not dying from this, from this, um, which is a good thing. I'm going to give that a round of applause. People are not dying from this variant. They came out with the report, 89 percent. No, but they are going bankrupt from it. They yes, they are going bankrupt. Yes, I'm. I'm in a similar situation right now. My pockets are a little bit light because of like COVID the last two weeks, you know. And other people have it worse. Have it worse than the same as me, you know. So it's like this is, this is reality. This is like real life shit that's hitting up because of this fucking because of this virus, but. It's um, 89% less likely to kill you. And, you know, an interesting thing, Dr. Fauci came out and said yesterday that vaxxed or unvaxxed, shot or not shot, you're probably going to get Omarion. He expects everyone to get Omarion. Whether it's going to be mild or whether it's going to be strong, no one knows, but they do know that you're 89% like less likely to actually pass away And I was thinking about Winston today And his like Great predictions that he's made You know as far as the first what The first thing he said was that We were going to see a um, A pandemic Of the vaccinated And that was the first thing that happened And then now It's like this stuff is like it's not It's not selective whatsoever Everyone is getting it one way or the other And they're still pushing these virus They're still pushing these shots Do you think the shots are I mean is it time for people to like Really stop for these groups to stop Pushing the shots And start looking at other things Because maybe this thing is really starting to like um, Go through its course Run its course through society Anybody no, they're, they're always gonna they're always gonna look at at something like a shot because there's there's money in it. You know what I mean? So th- so there's there's always gonna be some de- some demand for that. Well, one, so, there's money in it, and so that's that's a given. But two, by giving by telling people to take the shot, you've now you've now you've now done an action item 
so that if it comes back around you, you can say, well, we did the best that we could at the moment. Mm, we tried. Like the old saying, if the only tool that you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Right. You know, this this is the only, the only thing we know is giving people shots. So we push in the shot. Yeah. It's the only answer. Well, Kyrie came back this week, last week. The American healthcare system is. And being huge joy. What was that? <laughs> What'd you say? I missed that one. Giving you joy. Oh yes, it did give me joy. Yes, it I did. Giving yeah. you joy. Yes, it did. It gave me joy. You were happy that Kyrie came back. It did. But you know, and 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 there's like a lot of stuff on the internet about um him possibly playing home games. With a fine, with the fine system that's set up by the outgoing mayor, that limits to five thousand dollars per game, and the whole point is that this is a public health thing, supposedly not wanting to expose someone who's unvaccinated to a vaccinated crowd and possibly get them sick, or is it the other way around? He would get, they would get him sick. Whatever the case may be. Supreme Court came out today. They ruled on this. They said that you can mandate for hospital workers and medical workers to get the shot. You cannot mandate for private businesses to get the shot. What's the difference? That's a tough one because I know like in the city of Philadelphia, the city of Philadelphia is a big mandate city. And so they're pushing every business over with over 100 employees to get it. I don't know if that's going to trickle down to us or if they're going to just. Supreme Court said no. The Supreme Court said no today. That means that. Yeah, but. I know. I mean, they won't find a back door. Right. The, the, the court of public opinion and the pressure that, that people are feeling, the businesses and everything, there, there's. There's going to be some. I, I saw something that said Nike was going to fire a bunch of people. I can't even remember where I saw that, mm. but it said Nike was going to fire a bunch of unvaccinated people. They're going to start with Joe oh, Kitch. I mean, make their sneakers. They suck. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. They, sneakers suck ass. Now, that's a whole other story. Are, um, are they yeah. going to start with Joe Kitch? They should. Like you know that crazy white privilege demonstrating mm. like really dog you know you throw, he's throwing everybody but his mama under the bus in the last three days everybody fucked this up but him mm. oh my business manager filled that out bullshit mm. Mm. you filled that out mm. you know what you did mm. well as much as as much as I would like to agree with you Rob I think his business manager probably did fill that out but he probably gave it the big thumbs up. That's what I would say. Put whatever you need to put on there, Phil. Just get me in Australia. I got right. me some kangaroos to get hop in, on. Yeah. And by kangaroos, an outback gal named Sally is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Get me in Australia. Top of the morning. Oh, is that the wrong culture? I don't know. Top of the morning. Top of the morning. I'm pretty sure that's the wrong culture. All right, throw me a boomerang then. Top of the morning feels more like a a northern European thing. Toss a boomerang at my head and let's see if it comes back to you. 
You know, that, I don't know. I don't know. But it's, these are, that's like one situation that's playing itself out right now. Australian Open. I think it's like so funny seeing this guy with all this money. And if they let him play and he wins, he breaks the all-time record. So the backstory for him breaking the all-time Grand Slam men's record would be barely getting in the country because of COVID. Well, hopefully that's the story and not he was a one-man super spreader. That's a, that's another one. Opponents both ways. On that's the, another on the tennis one. Court and also in the locker room. Listen, I mean, in, in these days, in these days, <laughs> like, no, I'm, half the people had to withdraw. No, I'm glad you said that because you know what? In these days, we're having a nuanced conversation. And if you just listening to it, you would just think I'm like, yeah, let him in and everything. Nah, I think he's a dumbass too. You know what I'm saying? The fuck? You got COVID. You're going to a press conference? Like, you know, hanging out, spitting on people. Even if you don't believe, even if you don't believe that you're not hurting anyone, just for the simple fact that they believe that you, that you are and that it's a possibility. And this is the field that you play in. You just acquiesce. You put your mask on or you don't show up. At, you just don't show up at all. You know, listen, got COVID. If you say, hey, look. I popped positive yesterday. I can't. It would be irresponsible for me to show up. Everybody in the room understands. I'm saying. Everybody goes, okay. Please stay your behind home. You know, he just. Let me, a thought just came to me as I, as I. What happens when you live that life between too many handlers. Yes. You know, I, something just came to me as I sighed and put my head down and shook it. If he were a black man, would this really be going on like this? Would this really go down like this? Would he even still be in the country at this point? Would he have been in the seating yesterday? In Australia? Oh, hell no. Hell no. Right. In Australia, they'd have packed him up. You know, those are some of the the original racists on the planet over there in Australia. It packed him up. You know, it, it's tough. It's tough being on. It's tough being on the side of a lot of these people that not taking the shot puts you on the side of because, like, a lot of times their reasons are not the same reasons as my reasons, and or I, I don't want to really give like credence to like dumb fuckery. But it's like almost impossible not to. And I know I saw a lot of people, they actually folded. And one of the reasons why they said they folded is because they didn't want to be on the same side of those pe- as those people. And I'm sorry. And for those people, I say I'm sorry that you folded if you're still alive. And hopefully when you become a zombie, you'll decide you'll think about that when you see me. And you won't bite me. Whatever part of your humanity is still left in you. And you say, you know... I'm not going to bite this guy. I'm just going to go ahead and look for some other brains. So that's where we're headed, a zombie apocalypse. Nobody can get off on a tangent like John. Yeah. 
But the question really is, and you know, you know this you know this better than anybody, John. How on earth could the zombie resist? What do you mean? All the sexiness? I want to take a bite out of you. All the sexiness? All this? All the sexiness? All that? All that? All that positive energy wrapped up in that brain? Like who doesn't want to bite into that brain? <laughs> That's true. I'm a goner. You know, it's been marinated. It's been marinating in weed smoke. <laughs> the best of all worlds right? i'm a ghana but you better you better remember if you eat my brains if if you eat my zombies if you eat my brains it's probably gonna make you hungry because of all the it's gonna make you hungry you're gonna have the munchies afterwards don't blame me hi i'm flo from progressive being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful it's not all sports points and touchdowns so progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Shouldn't have become zombies. Do you have the munchies now, John? No, I have. I absolutely do not. I do not. You know, Rob... Okay. You're not playing nice tonight. <laughs> I see what you're doing here. You're trying to lead me down a wrong path right now, Rob. Just like you did many times uh, in the no, past. I'm, I'm just happy that <laughs> that your reasons and Philip Bailey's reasons are very different right now. Mm. <laughs> different than Philip Bailey. Philip Bailey's reasons. Right. Different than, I mean, this Omicron. It's like it's um, it, it seems like it's overblown, really. At this point, is my point. It seems like um, and see, that's the hard part for me. Okay. Like, there's no, you know, we're only going to know in hindsight what was overblown and what was not. So, like. I, you know, I was out and about. I went into a bunch of things around Christmas that seemed like they could have been super spreader events. Fortunately, they may have been, but I did not get it. Okay. So as I look at other events, I'm like, do I really need to? Like, you know, Mark Anthony's touring right now. Okay. He's a hell of a performer. I've like, mm-hmm. never seen him before. He's going to be at the Garden. He's going to be at Prudential mm-hmm. Center. Like, you know, like, the, the arena will just be filled with fire. Mm-hmm. Like... Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. fire, oh yeah, like age age appropriate fire too for once in a while. Mm. Uh, Mark Mark Anthony, I, I give that I gotta give him his props. Twenty thousand people. I'm I'm not, I'm not familiar with that phrase. What? What, what does age, that age, phrase mean? Age appropriate. Age appropriate fire. <laughs> yeah, you are not familiar with that phrase. Oh my gosh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, women who. Their, their father are not going to look at me like I came to, to burn the village if I should show up at Christmas dinner. Mm. 
Like we're not mm. we're not sitting there going, yo, homie. So what year did you get out of high school? Mm, mm, yes. Well, I, <laughs> I've had a couple circumstances where I was within a couple of years of you know her dad getting out of high school. You know, they don't take it all that well, even though they do the same thing. I always say that's about. Why are you exasperated, John? Nothing. I'm, I'm, no, nothing. I'm just listening. I'm just listening. Like, but listen. Oh, all we like, do. This is this is born in trouble. Into, a, into an arena and a closed arena with twenty thousand people. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like it. Doesn't sound like something I want to go yeah. to. Like for Mark Anthony, is it? Like you know, like I, I love I love the Nets, and I'm like watching them. And as soon as they, I was like, yeah, they opened up games again. As soon as they said, anyone who's not vaccinated is not going to be able to go. I was like, well, maybe another year. I'm just going to miss out for right now. I just don't believe in the super spreader events. I don't care if you're vaxxed, unvaxxed. You know, I don't really want to be in the same room for longer than like, you know, 10 minutes at a time at a clip. That's just me. I'm walking around with my mask and staying away from people and whatever. And I think that it's actually, I, like, and like you said, Rob, none of us really know what's going on. Nobody can say one way or another what's happening, whether it's on the upswing, whether it's on the downswing. I mean, it could be like right now it's at 89% non-lethal, less lethal than the last variant. Next variant could come out and just be 75% gotcha. You never know. We don't, you don't know. But according to um, what Winston was saying and how variants usually go, they usually get weaker over time. So if it were to take its normal course, then the next variant would be a little bit weaker and then the next one a little bit weaker. And then now you've got to the common cold point. So it's like at that point, everybody was in retrospect. Everybody was right, you know. You're right. Oh, it wasn't that serious. It only killed, you know, a million people. Sure, it, we didn't have to kill a million people. It might have killed like 200,000 if we had handled it all differently. But hey, it's only a million people. So I told you it's not catastrophic. This is Darwin. This is nature. Like working its way out. Any way you want to slice it. It could happen to any one of us. And that would be also nature, unfortunately. It's just the way it works. So, dumber people are going to go first. I'm not saying from this, I'm not saying, huh? I'm not saying from this variant. I'm just talking about from anything. Listen. Who gets hit by the who gets hit by the who gets hit by the bus at the bus at the at on the corner? The one that just runs out in the street and doesn't look left or right, right? That's the one. That's the dumber person. That's usually the way it works. Well it could be the one with the heads it could be the one with the heads headphones on so loud that he can't hear the bus coming when it jumps the jumps the curb. But if the song is banging that going on in the world me. right now. Yeah. Right. And this is nature. This is all nature. This is like these. This is what happens. We all, and then some people get caught up in nature, you see, huh? Some people get caught up. In, it could. It could be the the fake sun in China. Yeah, could be that. Oh, the fake sun. Yeah, the sun in China that burns that, bur- that burns everything up. You, I mean, you just never know. 
Well, that's where we actually came in, where I was like talking about it, the uh, chemtrails, you know, the price of chemtrails in China. We go all, all over the place and born in trouble. So I want to get back to like the original topic now, you know. The first part of the show was just basically giving Rob a shovel and let him, letting him dig. You just, now that Rob has stopped digging, we can talk about China and chemtrails. And my, the point that I was making about chemtrails is that China is one of the biggest polluters of this earth, period. And that their um, lack of environmental um, efficacy has allowed them to grow exponentially to become the greatest financial power in the world. You know, whether you want to admit it or not, they are, their economy is just basically, they're crushing it through, you could say it's through manipulation, you could say it's, but either way. And that brings you, brings you to the point of, does it really, does anybody ever care how you really get there? Does that chemtrail really matter? They're spreading it all throughout well, the world. it always matters in the end. Behind, it, behind every great fortune, there's a great crime. So, I mean, if, it, if it's true for families, I would say it's true for nations as well. So. Absolutely. At this point. America was built on one huge one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. America was, was built on chattel slavery. And thanks to uh, uh, not being able to teach critical race theory anymore. You know, soon that'll be erased from history. Yeah. Is it going to be possible? The crime, the crime won't even matter for you. Well, critical race theory, that's... Um, that's. But is it is it going to be possible? Does it really matter? You know, if not being able... If not being taught critical race theory, let's just say, like, hypothetically, it's a thing. Because that's really what you have to do. You have to say, let's say, hypothetically, it actually exists. Okay. In order to discuss it, that's the only way you can discuss it. Yeah, let's pretend somebody was actually learning that in school. Right, exactly. Right. That shit, listen, for the last time, that shit does not exist. It only exists in your politician's mind to get you to contribute to their campaign. That is where the shit could exist, okay? So, at the end of the day, 30 years from now, that's a chemtrail. That they will have left for like the rest of society because it's going to leave a whole generation of people who don't know anything about the truth of how this country was built. Doesn't that leave you at a disadvantage? Not understanding how it was done? No, not really. Not really. No? If you're trying to build machine parts, the one part doesn't know how the other doesn't need to know how the other part works or, you know, why it works. It just needs to know its role. Right. And, you know, the education system is about building machine parts. It's not about having a a well-educated uh, populace. Well, OK, I'll buy into that. We, we, we teach you something. We teach you something for four days and then we ask you to regurgitate it on Friday. Like how much are you really learning through that system? Well, another interesting thing that came up this week with that is that uh, most of the jobs that people have, um, there was a um, supermarket chain, and it came out at it came out that seventy five percent of the people that work for the supermarket chain full time were either um, on welfare, homeless, or um, just plain doing fucking bad. And I think it was like Kroger's. Oh, you mean Walmart? 
Um, well, Walmart. Well, that's been they have it. They have it baked into the pie, Rob. It's been over a decade from Walmart. You, if they haven't picked up on Walmart yet, they never will. You know, that's like one of those. Like I'm numb. You hear the word. You hear the name Walmart. It's like it doesn't really mean anything. We know they're doing it. So, and this is this is what the whole point of critical race theory is to make everybody numb to what's going on. And that chemtrail, it's going to play. But look, China's number one. If you really want to call it what it is, China's number one. The reason why you get mad at LeBron James because LeBron James is like, you know, wearing Nikes and everything is because, you know, he ain't fucking up his bread. And his bread is partially Chinese. But guess what? Your bread is also partially Chinese. This is the economy we live in. Right. So was it worth it for them to burn that chemtrail? I guess so. Because we're too busy fighting these fucking non-existent wars with one another that are basically going to get you no place. But they are very real wars, so you should be aware. They are very real, because if one person believes it, then it exists. Know what I mean? Right, but that doesn't doesn't most yeah don't most of these distracting people from what really matters. I'm sorry, Graham. What did you say? I mean, unfortunately, they should. But I said don't don't most, said, don't most of these issues go the way of Spygate. Spygate. It's today's headline. Tomorrow, it's you know right. the fifth yeah. page. Remember and then Spygate when the weeks the later, Patriots, the Patriots cheated to oh, yeah. win the playoff game or the Super Bowl or whatever the fuck they were supposed to have done, and, and now that shit don't matter anymore. Nobody remembers, right? So, so, right. The Houston Astros so kept their championship, be like the cause of the day. Yeah, it, it doesn't really matter. The, the Astros still have still have their rings, right? They still are officially the. Oh, yeah champions that year so how do we find out so how do we decide when to cheat and when not to cheat you know it's like we can't when when is it the right maybe we're just teaching the wrong lessons you know maybe we should teach about cheaters and this is you know just pull back everything that's a way to fucking teach thing right here's the thing if there was since we talk, since we jumped on sports real quick, uh, if there was a steroid that could make me the greatest firefighter ever, and if there were millions of dollars at stake for being the greatest firefighter ever, then give me the roids, bro. <laughs> give, give me the roids, bro. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah, mad. I'm not mad at, you know, the, the, I, did we, I don't even remember if we determined that like Barry Bonds and uh, Mark McGuire and all these cats, I don't even know what the determination was if they, they did were it. on steroids or not. But, of course they did. I mean, are we really that mad about it? Are we really that mad about Spygate, nah. about deflating uh, footballs, about, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, spare me the full outrage, bro. You know what I mean? If you're not cheating, I'm, you're I'm not a huge, huge Bonds backer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, one if you're not cheating, you're not trying. And two, Barry Bonds got two pitches a game. Like when he was on right. roids, yeah. he was the best hitter I've ever seen. He got two pitches a game, 
and most days he didn't miss. Yeah. Like, right. The roids can make you faster, whatever, but he was still squaring that baseball up. Barry Burns Barry Burns was really given talent he had. Before before the Roids, he was really the best baseball player in the league. It was him and Ken Griffey and Ken Griffey Jr. couldn't stay healthy. That was his problem. You know, he could slice him. But Barry Bonds was just like, he was incredible. And he started taking the roids after everyone else started taking the roids. The, hypothetically speaking. Trying to keep up? We don't know for sure he were on board in trouble if he actually took steroids. Oh, we know. So we're not saying. I read the report. The, pos- <laughs> the positions of read, the, of the, the guests. He did the clear. Yes. Whatever happened, happened. You know, I, I had to read the report because my, my, my boy's kid was in the report, too. Uh, oh. So oh, okay. That was a moment. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, oh, that's your son. He did that? Yeah, he did. But he got paid first, so it's all right. Mm. And that's what it was. At that time, everybody was taking steroids because they were giving away $10 million a year contracts. Those guys, you know, they may have smaller wieners right now, but... They're still getting checks because they can afford the alcohol service. So it's like for them, it's a trade-off. They've got a lifetime of entertainment. Yeah. (laughs) No, but it's no. Listen, able to pay for the house in Newport Beach. Yeah, I, I put a lot of I put a lot of this stuff in terms of humor for a reason because like these are things that people can really they can comprehend. For another person, it might be something different. But, like, in basic terms, that's really what you did the steroids for. You do it for the extra things. And it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. So, your name is Mud. In 10 years, most people won't remember your name anyway. And we bunched in there with a bunch of other guys. It doesn't matter. You made enough money, you never have to step foot in another baseball stadium. Huh? Even if they do remember your name, guess what? When you go to dinner and you put your card down... They swipe it, dinner's paid for. You good? That's it. You know, mortgage. When you get, to, when you go, when you, oh, I think you got, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna bounce out for the holidays. You swipe your card. All right, we all go to Bermuda for the holidays. Let's go. We all gonna go hang out in right. St. Martin. That's it. That's, That's it. What it's all about. That's it. You know, I, I was the, just the, the fans can sit and argue amongst themselves. That don't mean nothing. Doesn't matter. I was saying that I was listening Empty to the conversation. I was listening to this cat talk today. On um on this on this podcast, and he was just going on and on, and it just really reminded me. It reminded me a lot of cats like you know Dan and back in Howard, who were like very pro black and very conscious and had their shit together at a young age. And he was pointing out every wrong that was wrong in the world today. And I was agreeing with pretty much everything that he was saying. I was like, yep, 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 yep. But the only thing that was missing from what he was saying was context and actually having been out in the world and lived it and seeing exactly what goes on. Because what that brother doesn't understand is a slow drip of water on a rock and how it wears people down year after year after year. And how even at a certain point in time, hopefully he won't get to that point because I kind of feel like I'm still... I'm still that same like annoying motherfucker in a lot of ways myself with a lot of things, but I've just learned to like balance it out. It's like my days of being like at the front of activism of any active cause is probably, you know, well past. But for him, 
He's got his whole life ahead of him. And I just was thinking that, like, nothing's probably going to change. 20 years from now, he might be listening to someone else who's the same way if we're still in the same situation. And none of, and I don't think that we will be because none of this stuff is going back to the way it was before. We're at a great upheaval. Like uh, our boy Grant, like our boy uh, Gene would normally say, it's a great upheaval. Things are changing. Things are turning. And, you know, I don't know where's where the turn is going to actually go. I had a conversation with this guy online, that um, libertarian dude last week. He, he can't comprehend that what he's proposing is basically more of the same with a different face, as far as I'm concerned. So it just doesn't interest me. So now, really, what he wants is like coming out of him in his conversation. And it's really to lord over people and to have control over people. And I feel like there are a lot of people in with that mindset right now. It's starting to like really become real to me in a certain extent. What do y'all think about that? Well, there's a push towards my ignorance being as good as your knowledge. You see what I'm saying? Where it don't matter if I really know anything. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, I can just be as loud as you and, and state my state my argument. And my shit is just as good as yours, regardless. You know what I mean? That's, that's kind of where we are in, in the world right now. So, you know, people... People just want you, people don't, you, you're not supposed to disagree with people anymore. You know what I mean? Whether they're right or wrong is not the important thing. The important thing is that you agree with them. When I, that's, that, to me, that it seems like that's where we're headed. See, I find that to be a very American idea. And I think that social media has just sort of amplified that. There was this, this sports uh, reporter in Philadelphia many years ago, and everybody Anybody who worked with him, they will always tell you the same thing. His philosophy was not always correct, but never in doubt. Mm. And that's the attitude he took to the airwaves. Right. You know, mm. whether he was right or wrong really didn't matter. He was going to say it with conviction and F you if you disagreed with him. Right. Mm. And exactly. that's just very American. That's like that Western ethos. Right. But that's not good John for Wayne movies. It's not good for a society on the whole to adapt that, though, because then now you've just got a bunch of people yelling in a room with no mask on. Yeah, but once once you give everybody a voice, though, that's what you get. You know what I mean? That's the, the, the good and bad about computers and social media, um, like just on a music level, right? Like everybody has a voice in music and everybody don't deserve a voice in music. That's the fucking truth. Anybody can make a record now. But, right, right. But everybody everybody has access to it. And everybody has access to everything. You know what I mean? The, the six degrees of separation that used to be in the world is now probably three. Mm. Well, you know, the, so the access part of it... You know, everybody's everybody thinks they're the same. The access part of it is good because like there are some play in some instances because there are some things that can break through that you normally wouldn't hear from, but mostly it all sounds like white noise. Agreed. It Agreed. does, but I will say that in this one instance, it's probably a good thing, but well, only time will tell. Um, I'm not really sure what her her name is, her the name that she goes by now. But Lisa Bonet is single again, oh. so that there's a chance that through social media I might have access. Uh, you know, we got to salute that. Got to 
hey, right, right. you know, one in bing. a million is still a shot. Bing, bing, bing. Hey, making good is <laughs> and making good is available too. So yeah. Well, she hasn't like, been responding to my DMs. Your shot. She has not been responding to my DMs as yet, but you know, just I'm gonna keep the pressure up, Megan. I'm here for you anytime. Maybe you need to change your. Uh, maybe you need to change your uh, your picture. You think so? You know, maybe you didn't. Maybe you didn't encapsulate the full sexiness. Okay. Well, I think it's illegal for me to do that. They just Possibly. pull that down. So I'll just leave that alone. <laughs> and what I mean is, I mean my my ego. Yeah, my that. intelligence scores. <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. what I'd be posting. Up. I don't know how. I don't know if she can read right. brain waves. You know, whatever it is. Pardon me while I whip this out. Yes, exactly. Lisa Bonet, though. Really yeah. Richard Pryor wrote that line. Yep. Lisa Bonet, yeah, take your shot out, eh? You know. Good thing you got that training. You know, just in case. I'm not. Just in case, homie decides to come back home. You know, you never know. You might have to. He decides to change his mind. Yeah, might have to. You know, he seems like a cool dude. Like, he seems like he would appreciate that. Like, he seems like he'd be understanding. Like, yo, I walked away. You tried to jump in. That's cool, but I'm back. You know, we can talk about it. We can break bread about it. You know, I'm civilized like that. I'm I'm glad you got that whole scenario worked out. Well, happy hunting then. I don't even know why I'm even on this show. Rob, we, we might have to cut this off early. Rob. Just run. This is like your this is like your movie moment. <laughs> Grab your passport. You know, I guess I guess maybe when you get done with the other thing, in between your busy schedule, you can get her in there. Yeah, when I get back from uh, from the road trip, you know, I'll start working on it. You know, I'm glad that this conversation was actually at the end of the show because even though at the beginning of last show it was like really really funny, I was like, man, we're just losing people like right there, like. Like they're gone. Right there, titties. They were they were out of there. I don't know why I don't put this show up as comedy anyway. Can, can appreciate my my thirstiness. Yes. You know, when it comes to Lisa Bonet, like as a person who came of age at exactly the moment that, that the Cosby Show and the Different World came on TV, like if you weren't thirsty for her, you just wasn't breathing. I mean, well, right. I I didn't really I wasn't really like feeling her. She just wasn't my style. I know she was like your style. She was your thing. So we never had a problem with that. I'm not going to block on you to, you know, for Lisa Bonet. I'm going to help you get there because, you know, that's what you want and everything. I want you to be happy, bro. I appreciate bro. that, dog. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. This is why, like that. This is why we homies. You know, you want that, yeah. you're good. I'm going to help you get that. I'll make you more pleasant. So, so it is. That's the way you do. That's how you do your brothers. You know what I'm saying? Grant, Grant wants Amish girls. Tell him to go get some wings. I do. Open up the trunk. That's right. Rump Springer all year long. <laughs> Rump Springer all year long. They got horse and buggies, baby. They ain't catching up. They ain't catching up with Daddy's caddy. Right? That's the way it goes. That's what it is. I saw, I saw somebody doing donuts in a, uh, in, a, in a horse and buggy. That's crazy. Really. Yeah, See, I've never seen on, that on, on like on YouTube. Somebody was doing donuts in a horse and buggy. I right. uh, last time I was out that way playing golf, I actually got detoured because there was an accident between a pickup truck and a horse and buggy. Mm. 
unfortunately the the horse did not get the better of it mm. no um, so it was laid out in the middle of the street so they had to detour us and that must be sad in Amish country it's one of the hazards of going out to Amish country sometimes be careful with your sports cars this shit is real. This is real talk. You know, on some other podcast this week, they're going to be talking about shootings in Chirac, you know, and like all the bad things that are going on in L.A. and the wars. But only born in trouble brings you to Amish. To Amish, boy. That's the real. That's the real. We talking Amish now. What? Is it just me, Grant, or is he strange today? He's he's frozen. He's frozen and he's strange. He's, okay. <laughs> just wondering. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. You know, I was just I was just thinking about the show today. I was like, I might as well just list this show as comedy. We talk about serious com like uh, topics, but is but like a lot of times, some of this stuff is just so off the chain. It's just funny. So it's like, you know, but I don't want to go out on tour. We don't really have a category. Did we actually talk about, you know, chemtrails and and, and people leaving chemtrails? It bees like that sometimes, my brother. And stopping defining things as good as bad. We doing this the Amish way, bro. We We doing this the Amish way. It bees that way sometimes. the conversation just goes. Like all natural? It's like a wheelbarrow, bro. It yeah, just goes round and round and round. community out there. Like, I'd love, to, I'd love to do a sampling out there. That's a whole unvaxxed community out there. I'd love to see what COVID's doing out there. Probably it's not so. They never talk about it on the news here as much as that's a part of the, the viewing area. And they do come into contact with the we're outside the world. Area, but still. Yeah, well, they don't want to oh, put. Yeah, they're, you know, they're in the. They're in the uh, Reading Terminal Market downtown. Actually, one of the stands closed. One of the Amish stands closed this week because the Vax mandate came into being. And he's mm-hmm. like, "My people are coming all the way from Lancaster. They're not getting. They're not getting vaccinated. That's not going to happen." Yeah. So they closed the stand down. Yeah. And supposedly well, the cheesesteaks were really good there. That's a damn shame. Amish, Amish cows, man. It's a, it's a, it's a net loss for the city. Amish cows, man. Grant make Amish wings. Amish cows, man. They probably make good cheesesteaks, yo. You know, so probably make probably make the best cheesesteaks. That's right. About that. That's right. It's all wrong. Everything with COVID yeah, has to be. It's going to be Amish. Yeah, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. I need to find that Amish place now. I might now, just have you to have a cheesesteak. Depending on depending on where you go, like we'll drag you to Del Sandro's. Like even so, my cousins came to a to a baseball game last summer, and they're like, "Where do we got to go?" I'm like. If you're going to go anywhere, you got to go to Delisandro's. Like every neighborhood has their spot, but Delisandro's is kind of the universally accepted as the best cheesesteak in town. Okay. So they went, got on the line for an hour, did it. Next time they came back, they went and got back in the line for another hour and a half. Wow, that's what's Apparently. up. Wow. They're doing the thing. It's worth it, yeah. They're doing the thing. There's, yeah. a place, there's a place I heard about in Philly that you could smell the onions like miles away. Is that the place they're talking about? Uh, probably not. Yeah. Um, you know, the thing about Delisandro is it's up in Roxborough. Um, and there's another cheesesteak place right across the street. that's actually decent. Chubby's. Chubby's okay. makes good steak too. Um, but they're probably talking about Pat's and Gino's down in the ninth street market. They're right across the street from each other. I've been there before. They're out there okay. 24 hours a day. 
I don't think I would eat a Philly cheesesteak right now, though. I'm really, like, not feeling the meat as much as I was. So it's like, right now, I'm yeah. just... I'm thinking about making a lot more changes. Because the way I see COVID is, like, COVID is, like, bad. And it, you have to get stronger. It's not a time to, like, really rest on your laurels. You got to really get stronger. So it's like, I'm thinking about doing some an even more drastic thing than what I've normally done. Maybe even... <sighs> Going vegan. Anyway, our hour is up. I support you, brother. Go for it. I know you do, yeah, man. Me too. It's worked out if for me. If I was me. in a warmer climate, I could go vegan. I but, could be vegan in a warmer climate, but without without fresh fruits and vegetables, is is it's like tough. Well, you, you know, know Whole Foods in Detroit. They we have we have a. Hybrid Whole Foods. Yeah. I mean, it's all right. It it's, it's, it's all right. How about Trader Joe's? Do you have Trader Joe's? We don't. So we don't. Detroit is a food desert. Like, okay. for real. Like, we don't have, we don't have, like, big, like, grocery, like, grocery mm-hmm. stores inside of the city too often. We got, we do have a Whole Foods. The Whole Foods came probably eight years ago. Mm-hmm. And they just opened up. Uh, Myers is a big chain store here. They just opened up a Myers downtown. Um, but generally, grocery stores would be on the outskirts. So mm-hmm. to answer your question, yes, we have a Trader Joe's, but it's on the outskirts. Uh, all of them on the outskirts. And yes, we have a Whole Foods. There is one inside the city, and then the rest are on the outskirts. Okay. Well, you're going to have to get those Amazon. Trader Joe's. Like, sometimes I just go and watch the lines at Trader Joe's because I don't understand what's actually going on in there. Like, I don't understand why people are so crazy about what's inside of Trader Joe's. But it's like during the early parts of the pandemic, you never yeah. went past the Trader Joe's where the line wasn't 20 deep outside to get yeah. it. Yeah, Trader Joe's is Trader Joe's is actually my favorite store. They got some good okay. stuff in Trader Joe's. They it's like a, it's like a cheaper it's like a cheaper Whole Foods is basically right. the best it's, way it's to much describe more it. Curated experience also. Yeah, it's more. Yeah, I guess it's like Trader Joe's is It's supposed to give you like an old school general store feeling, I guess. Maybe or like you know, uh, even like a farmer's market type of deal and everything. So, but um. I was just gonna tell. I was just gonna tell Grant, man. You should just tell them Amish girls to like sneak some cabbages underneath their, their dresses when they're in the back of the Cadillac. You get some fresh produce that produce that way, man. You know what I'm saying? You gotta work yeah. with what you got. Yeah. You know, make rump spring of fun. Yeah, melons and that's it. Mm-hmm. Carrots. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, give me all that. All that stuff. From Detroit, Michigan, oh, Mr. Grant Lancaster. Depending on how you smuggle the carrots. <laughs> That's right. City Wings, two eight nine six West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. Come down and get you some. See, I just, fire. I just I had a fire. I don't even eat meat anymore, but I know them wings are fire. I just had a, I just had a bad, I just had a bad yeah, thought with them carrots, and I was gonna say something, but you know what? I, I can't. But I want to tell you what I was thinking after the show, Mister Robert Brooks. <laughs> yo, 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 yeah, my man, John Crook had some and Tom McCarthy actually filled in for Jim Nance last week on uh right. on the um the Bucks and uh Panthers game. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I brought him over to those cats to, so they could chat. They had us all the way out in Birmingham. Yeah, Alabama. Yes, yeah. Nowhere. Way out there. No, <laughs> Birmingham to Detroit. Okay. 
You're like, that's way out there. Lovely suburb. Lovely suburb? Yeah. Where you might get kidnapped? No. No. You know. Not kidnapped. Michigan, those, like, you go some of those, you go out there. Yeah, them cats is out in the woods, bro. They looking for the governor's mansion. Same cats. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure if there was, those are the dudes from Birmingham. Those, yeah. those are lovely yeah. brick houses out there. I think they're protecting their wealth out there. Yeah, well, this is what happens when they close GM in Detroit. Less cats with gators, more white guys with guns exactly. in the hills. Born in oh, trouble. Surprisingly, there's no lack of gators in Detroit. That's crazy. No lack of gators. <laughs> I'm wearing my granddaddy's gators. They need to go. Born in trouble, y'all. Thanks for showing up once again. Green suits and gators, just no. Peace. It's clear to you that de-icing the wings will not be done in a jiffy. You look for phone outlets but see none. Only photos of phone outlets. A voice announces your gate is now 39C-12B-9A. It's like musical chairs, if musical chairs made you sob in the pet relief area. A child picking his nose stares. His parents have abandoned him. The airport will raise him now. Don't let flight delays ruin your vacation. Go on a real vacation. GoRVing.com. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors. About bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations.